Welcome to Packers Without Borders, the greatest podcast on the planet. <laughs> Bienvenidos empacadores sin fronteras, dos papás dedicados al amor, la risa y los empacadores de Green Bay. Packers Without Borders, the greatest podcast on the planet. Two dads talking love, life, dedicated to the Green Bay Packers. Go Pack Go! Verde y amarillo hasta la muerte. What an ugly win, but ugly, pretty, I don't care. Mark them all down as wins. I'll take every single one of them. I There's a lot to be happy about, and there's a lot to just scream at the gods and wonder. I still have a hard time believing the offense is trash when all we did was just lose Devontae. One player doesn't suddenly make the, the offense trash. I think the play calling is suspect. I think right. So uh, third Rod- That's what I was going to ask you, Matt. Is it the play calling or is it the players? Seriously, I think it's the play calling. And if you don't think so, let's take a look at the last couple of games where Aaron Jones. Uh, I mean, ten runs, ninety-eight yards. Ten, only ten runs. Most running backs are getting twenty touches. Jones is getting ten. I just and we stay away from him. And dude, he is right now the best player on the team. I think he's one of the best players in the NFL. Yeah, and Gary, right? Like those two guys are head and shoulders above just everything. It's it's astonishing to me that you don't see that and you don't scheme. Like finally, the defense gave Rashawn Gary some freedom, right? Because they were doubling Kenny Clark, and of course, Tony Romo goes in there and says, "Oh, look at this rookie." Uh, beat Kenny Clark. It's like, hold on. He's being fucking double dumbass. Like, and he still kind of held his own, right? Like whatever, but it's opening up things for Rashawn Gary. And just like you called it, pal. I mean, two, two sacks. sacks, almost a third. He got almost a third twice. Reed stole one away from Reed got there just a little bit quicker because the kid moved and then Preston got the, or no, was it Preston or Clark? It was Preston. Yeah. It was, was it Preston? And Preston got there just a second before I was like, ah, yep. <laughs> But I, I think he gets against the Giants this week, especially with Daniel Jones with a uh, ankle injury. I think he gets another two and then three against Washington. See yeah. right now he's got 16 and a half to go. Yep. So then two more against the Giants is 14 and a half. And we've still got. It's close. It's going to be 12 close. games. I mean, 12 games, he's going to get three against the commanders. There's no doubt. Yeah, but then you start getting into the Bills. You start getting into the Eagles. You know, like the next couple of weeks leading up to that week against the Bills, and then there's a little bit of a gauntlet there. So he's going to have to really kind of show up against these poor teams. Here's my – we talked about this on Saturday, and the keys were can we stop the run, right? If we're going to cover – Because, look, we're still undefeated. Even though we didn't cover, Aaron Aaron Rodgers is still undefeated when he's a heavy favorite. Now, there were some things there, but the first thing was, can we stop the run? No. They were strong. No, we cannot. 
they rushed for 156 yards or 160. They walked him down the field on the first drive, and they walked him down the field in the third quarter again with nothing but the run. They Barry doesn't – I don't get it. We put two defensive linemen out there with the third-string quarterback – Instead of bringing pressure just nonstop and getting in the kid's face, so he. I would have. I would have sent. Stars. I would have sent Douglas. I would have sent Stokes. I, I would have sent Amos. I would have sent the the kid, the, the the water boy. I would have sent pressure from everywhere. And instead, he's like, "Yeah, we'll put two D linemen in there and make him make it favorable for him to run." Well, he did, and they made it all the way to overtime because it was favorable to run. What I do like that they did on defense, and, and this was just my eyeballs, and maybe we'll have to take a look at it, but it did seem like they were playing up closer to the line on these wide receivers. I didn't see them hanging back so much on those shorter uh, – actually, on pretty much every down, especially third down, man, which is why we've been so efficient and outstanding in the number one third down defense in the league is because they are pressing guys up and forcing you and stopping people on third down. But we didn't stop the run. The second thing, man, was are we going to win the turnover battle, right? Like – for the first time in a very long time, you're seeing Aaron Rodgers turn over the ball. You're seeing people turn over the ball. And here we go, man. It, it was, again, we were minus three overall again, right? So now instead of going from a minus two to a minus one or even on the season, we went backwards again. And this time it was a pick six, dude, his first pick six in his career at Lambeau, right? Like it was just, and it was terrible throw. It was just like, way off. He was just way off. He missed Aaron Jones on a swing out. He threw it about 20 yards out in front of him. The fumble that uh, happened to Dobbs, Dobbs had to like lunge forward and almost dive for the ball to catch it. Mm -hmm. I mean, he had Christian Watson. He threw it 20 yards over Christian Watson's head. There was a couple of plays where he rolled out to the right and no wide receivers are running routes on the right side of the field. And he's just throwing to open parts of the field. And you're standing there going now, I now, is understand. that him or is that – so is that him or well, is that – right? Or is that them not being – One wide receiver – if one wide receiver was sort of in the area, then you could maybe go, well, a wide receiver. There was no one on that side of the field. No one. And Cobb was even out there on that play. And he's – Aaron is calling plays, and maybe he was a little concussed. Maybe – the ayahuasca is having a return. Maybe the helmet's too tight. Maybe the haircut is too short. Some, something was off. He was off the entire first half. And then we come out in the third. And, of course, he's, oh, okay. So yes. he doesn't make the throw, doesn't make the throw. And then what do we do? He makes a miraculous throw to Lazar. And Dude, that's that, the thing that's that sparked little, it. Yeah, and that was perfect. It was like 32 yards down the yeah. sideline. But Lazard also came back to catch that ball because it was a little underthrown, but I guess you had to underthrow. Like, it was a perfect throw, but Lazard came back and got that ball. That was just like, okay. Like, that's where I actually kind of settled back into my chair a little bit. Like, all right, maybe there's something here, right? I felt the same way. Like, okay, that got us going a little bit. But, um, like, I just – I hate complaining because we won. But I'm not going to give this offense absolutely any credit that they're going to get any better until I see it. That's where I am with yeah. them. And I'm, I'm not giving them the benefit of the doubt anymore, man, because it looks like I said, discombobulated, you know, like it's just, it's, it's, not it's the play calling. Good. It's the play calling. We get the pony package out there and they hand it off to uh, Jones. He rips off 12, hand it off to Jones. He rips off 15, hand it off to Jones, rips off 20. And then Lafleur goes, oh, okay, that's enough for the first half. What? 
fucking run that fucking ball, dude. What is wrong with you? If Jones is out there only getting two yards per carry, then you start looking somewhere else. But when he's averaging, what was it, 9.8 or 9.6 yards per carry, yeah. You do not stop feeding that guy. You let him have the career day that he's setting himself up to. Now, I know that there's a handful of people out there going, why do we give the ball to Dylan? Let me give you, let me give you, here, here's some multiple reasons why we give the ball to Dylan. Number one, Dylan is a different change of pace. He runs right up the middle in the heart of the defense and he pounds, pounds the ball. Yes, in the first half, he's only getting a couple of yards. But did you see in the fourth, he was closing it out, seven, eight yard runs because these guys don't want to tackle him, much like Derrick Henry, much like Derrick Henry. Number two, we don't run the same blocking schemes that we do for Dylan, that we do for Jones. There's no pulling of guards and centers and tackles with Dylan that they do with Jones. They just go hot and Dylan runs up the middle. That's it. So why There's don't no, they do that for him and give him a little bit of space? You know, we see how dynamic those quicks. So that's what I'm getting. Play calling. It just play calling. As we're talking <laughs> through this, there are it's look, but we're winning. Like it's a bad game plan, but oh, we're I, not gonna I get it. The, we're not going to beat the Eagles. We're not going to beat the Bills. We're not going to beat a half decent team. And luckily, the entire NFC is fucking trash, except for like, there's no great team. There's no terrible team. Everybody's kind of in the middle. And then there's like us and the Eagles, who the like the Giants are three and one. Are you fucking kidding me? I know. I get it's the Bears, but even the Bears were able to. <laughs> I told you to cut Mooney, and Mooney has 96 yards on four catches. It didn't, it didn't matter. It didn't matter <laughs> because Jerry Judy went off for me yesterday. So it all worked out. I won my my first. I am one and three, finally. But then here's the best part, right? Is, is I'm winning, and then Dobbs has a fumble. I'm like, fucker. Oh. And then and then Rogers throws the pick six. I'm like, you got to be kidding me! And that catch by Dobbs in the end zone—that's so heartbreaking, so heartbreaking that he dropped it. After all of that, what a great move, a perfect throw. He catches it in stride, inbounds. Man, to me, that looked like the Des catch. Mm-hmm. And they changed the rule specifically to say that that Des catch was a catch. And then Dobbs, they come out, that isn't a catch. So the NFL has still got to figure that the frick out. Well, and I looked at it a couple of times because I did get some DMs of, hey, man, was that a catch? Was that not a catch? And no, the ground kind of assisted. You know, it wasn't the defensive player pushing it out. He went to the ground, but the ground, you know, once you have control, but if, if the tip of the ball touches, that's fine. But the entire ball came out and then it was kind of in between his legs so obviously okay. that's so he, not a catch he makes he makes the catch he gets two feet inbounds in the end zone yeah as he's being dragged to the ground and the ground causes the fumble now they say you can't the ground can't cause the fumble you're down his elbow was down this goes yeah, back to that desk catch. they changed the rule they changed the rule specifically to say that that desk catch was a catch and then Dobbs goes out there. Even Des came out and said, yeah, that's my, that's the whole catch it's all catch. over again. Yep. They changed the rules, right? Now, Amos, and, and you could tell when Amos got, a, got his head in there, right away he stood up. He was like, no, I'm not right. Yep. And they took him off the field, and right away they took him to the, uh, took him to the tent, and then they took him into the locker room. He's got a concussion. I have a hard time believing Amos is going to make the 12-hour flight. 
to London because flying with a concussion is not advised. Well, Ford and Ford filled in ab- admirably, man. And Savage, all of a sudden, you start seeing his name flash across the screen with a couple tackles and did some pretty good damn things on the on the line of scrimmage. So maybe this is kind of the spark that Savage needed where he doesn't have that security blanket of Amos there. Let's see if he can step up because it's going to be Ford. It's going to be Micah Abernathy. It's going to be a bunch of guys back there now that they're going to try to rotate through and figure out who's going to cover now that Amos is going to be out for a week. And so here's a question for you with that tackle, man, because in rugby, one of the things we've always been taught, and I'm not sure if football is different, because in football, I used to say you put your chin in the head in the chest, whatever, right? Right. Which is fucking stupid, um, which is why they changed the rule. But in rugby, when you tackle somebody, regardless of where you're coming in, you always want to put your head on the inside, not on the outside, because as you tackle then when they land, if your head is on the inside, or I'm sorry, on the outside, if you land, you're basically the body of the other person is ending and your head's always on top. You're not in front of it where you're going to take a knee. It's always kind of off on the side. Is that just something that's different in football? Because you see so many knees to the head with football players and not in rugby. I, I've been taught a couple of different ways. I know I taught my players, put your face mask where the ball is. Jab yeah, your face go. on the ball, right? You're supposed to get your head in there because when you're tackling somebody, when your head's in the way and your neck and your shoulder right? Then at least there's more of your body. Because if you just go with the shoulder, somebody's just going to rub that off and go. So you're supposed to get your head in the in the way. But getting your head in the way, and the guy jumps, you're going to get knees to the head, you're going to get exactly that. And when you've got large guys like that, you don't want to put your head in the well, see, right? that, that's what I'm saying. Like, I was always a smaller guy in my tackling form. Like, nobody would get past me, dude, because it was hit, wrap up, squeeze, you know, your arms around it and then kind of buckle their knees on the bigger guys. But you don't try to go for their thighs. Like, you kind of hit their thighs, but you work your way down and, and wrap up. These guys just kind of go in as a bullet and they don't wrap up. And that's been part of the problem. But that's why you're seeing it's kind of weird, right? You saw that concussion from Amos. And then all of a sudden, any tiny little ding in every single football game I was watching today, they were pulling people out, concuss, 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 concuss. Like they're just like everything else in life, right? Something happens the correct, is all yeah. the way on the other side now, right? Well, it's, it's because that whole Tua thing is a bloody travesty. I mean, that, that could be a career ender for Tua. That could be a career ender. We could have just watched Tua's last game legitimately. I mean, take a look at Andrew Luck. Take a look at BJ Raj. Take a look at all these guys that duck out early and they all cite the same thing. It's the concussions. I can't, I don't want to wake up one day, kill my family and kill myself because I'm so far concussed. I, I, my brain doesn't work right. And let's be honest, you're 26, 28 years old. You got a hundred million dollars. I mean, life's pretty freaking good, man. It'd be better if I don't have to, you know, uh, drool while I eat my Vicodin because of my headaches, you know, that would, that would be good. So I, I like how the pendulum has come back, but at the same time, let's remember sometimes you get smoked in the head and it's not a concussion. It just looked worse than it was. And then sometimes you get up off the ground and you can't walk and that's, that's a fucking concussion. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> And, you know, back to the game, let's talk about the positives, because I think we all kind of feel the same way. We're telling everybody how they feel, right? Because we're feeling yeah. the same rules will win. We come out happy. But at the same time, it's like you come out with more questions and you have answers, right? But game balls, obviously, Alan Lazard stepped up and was the one. I mean, he had 116 yards and he had some big catches. Like it wasn't yeah. 
dink down the field. It was just big chunk plays like that one to Cobb, right? But game balls I give to Alan Lazard, and then obviously Rashawn Gary, man. That dude is playing on another level right now. Yeah. And starting to show, right? Like, <laughs> Oh, he killed, he killed Hoyer. He killed him. And when Hoyer went down and laid there for a second, I thought to myself, he's not going to get back. Up. Dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Gary's about to be arrested for murder. And it and, was clean, right? I mean, it oh, was- oh, it was real clean. He had no idea he was coming. And then when he got the strip sack, Zappe, he had no idea Gary was coming untouched like that. Gary was at full speed, even leapt in the air a little bit. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I love that. Stand there like a tackling dummy and take it. And Mason Crosby, man, the old man, yep. after all the fears and everything we had over the, this. is he kicking? Is he not? Are we bringing in Ram, Ramirez, you know, Ramirez or whatever it is. And we were worried about kicking. The dude has not needed to kick too much, but he's five for five on the season, man. Hasn't missed a kick. That was clutch, dude. I don't care how short of a kick you guys think. Go try and kick a 20 yard field goal. I can't. 25 yard field goal. And I can't. appreciate what we have in Mason. I Crosby. can't kick a 10 yarder. I mean, I can't. Look, look at the game with the Vikings. It was a missed kick. And I understand oh, it was 60 yards. 61 yards. Yeah, I get it. And he just missed it. From the those same exact Vikings, Those Vikings got a handful of mystery phantom PI calls. And then same thing happens to Olave on their drive. And they're like, no, that's clean. All right, Vikings fans. If you can't say, all right we're getting a little help from the refs, then you've got an issue because you guys got a lot of help from the refs in that one. Yeah. You need, you need to accept it. It's the final drive. Yeah. When it's the final drives like that, those whistles need to, and flags need to be put in their back pocket until it's something egregious, right? Mm. Until it's something like, Oh yeah, no, he face masked that guy terribly. Right. Or he mugged him, mugged him. Cause some of that stuff was so ticky tack. It was so hard to watch other games as well not just ours but across the nfl just let the guys play man like yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna call the game tight call it tight on both sides because it seems like they're doing what we've always talked about where they make some stupid ass fucking calls and then towards the end of the game you kind of give the other team some calls to even it out so you can't complain about it but load of ass dude and before we get into kind of just breaking down a little bit more dude we have to talk about that fucking one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, snap the ball fucking oh, oh, You know, the woulda, shoulda, couldas, right? The woulda, shoulda, couldas in this league are stacked ceiling high. Like that, that should have been delay of game again. Twice. And, and no then points. the other, and then the other side of it too is, is, how do we let that guy get so wide open again? What What's with these deep crossing routes that we can't cover? That's how we got beat. Uh, Justin Jefferson, that's how we got beat. Uh, uh, not with the Bears, but uh, with uh, uh, the Bucks. Yep. And then that's how we got beat again with Zappe throwing. I mean, if Brian Hoyer was in there, we might have been in some serious trouble. Yeah. When you look at the way they're lining up and what they did to the Vikings – in the last two games that this game on top of the fact that Marshawn Lattimore played fantastic and had some shit calls against him with, with Johnson, but it's 
playing our two deep safeties, but then our linebackers are kind of in the middle of nowhere. They're not playing. They're not deep, getting deep not enough on the line and they're not on the line. So they're just kind of floating in the middle at like that five or six yard mark. So from like seven yards to 22 yards, there's absolutely nobody there. And then our guys are pressing up a little bit more. All they need to do is beat the guy. Right. And it doesn't have to be, you see how they're just running across formations and our guys are running into each other quite a bit. Um, that kind of happened to, and it's the way that the Vikings attacked the saints. And that's what they did to us where they, they start him on one side of the formation, have him run across all the way over. And the guy needs to follow with him. But in those crossing patterns, our guys are running into each other. And when you have Devondre Campbell trying to cover as good as he is in coverage, dude, when he's six yards off the line and the guy has a, a burst of speed off the line, nobody's going to, and nobody's chipping him, right? Like nobody's doing shit. The guy's just running free. Devondre well, Campbell's not going to be able to catch up to a four, six guy or a four, four guy, you know, the rule of thumb for linebackers are when you're in your zone, if the play is still going, get deeper in your zone mm. and they're not getting deeper in their zone. Mm -hmm. That's it. They're stopping about midway. And if they got another five or six yards deep, suddenly they're in those windows that they're, the quarterbacks are hitting. Mm -hmm. And, and, and we're also dropping, wide receivers that are cutting across. I mean, how, how did he get so, so wide open in the end zone? We're, we're in red zone defense here, and we've got some zone. Barry is terrible. Terrible. I'm, he is I'm there terrible. Now. I'm there and, now. I mean, Quay Walker's number was called four times, only four times. I would have told Quay, as soon as they put Zappe in, I would have said, Quay, don't listen go. to the play call. Go Blitz. Please. Go, 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 go. Every time. Find a hole, go. Find a hole and go. Outside, inside, wherever you want to go, go. I would have sent pressure from Quay Walker on Zappe until Quay Walker had 12 sacks. And then I would have sent somebody else because Quay was too tired. Instead, we go two D linemen, and I know people go, well, the coordinator cannot make the tackles for you. No, but the coordinator can make it easier for your guys when they are fighting against five and six man fronts that are pushing forward, you can put in a third D lineman, stack the box a little bit better instead of spreading wide out on second and five, second and five and Clark is playing end. What the hell? Of course, they're going to run it up the middle. I mean, you might as well just hold a big sign that says the middle's open for five yards. Yeah. Cause that's, that's what Barry's doing. You know what we're looking like? We're about to see we're about to see Barkley and Barkley with a herd up Dan Barkley's gonna run down our throats. Barkley's Barkley's gonna run to the states. That's how far he's gonna run against us. Yards. Keep putting two guys on the line. Oh you know, they're gonna have to get him an oxygen after the first quarter because he's gonna have two hundred freaking yards in the first quarter. It's ridiculous. Yeah, by Wednesday, I'm going to take a look at something because I started thinking about some parallels between how we've started this year. Because, look, it's week four. We are who we are at this point until you can prove otherwise. Like, I, I'm done with excuses. 2019, very reminiscent, man. And I'm kind of curious to see that was the year that Aaron Rodgers was a little bit off, right? Like, not right on. Still good, which is great in comparison to other players, but not there having a little bit of confusion on the offensive side of it, obviously, at, you know, 2019, we went from, it, it's just, there's a lot of comparisons and I want to compare what we're going to look like to that 2019 team. Cause I'm very concerned that that's what this team is this year. We're very talented, really good team, but just not putting it together. And it's a coaching. Well, did you, 
Did you notice that Cobb didn't play the entire first half? Why is Cobb not out there as the security blanket for Rodgers right away to get Rodgers into a rhythm? Rodgers still is a quarterback in the NFL, and he needs to get a couple of passes in to get into rhythm and to start feeling the ball and feeling the speed and everything else. And Cobb did not play a down in the first half. Then they bring Cobb out. When we need the catches and we need, guess what happens? We start moving the ball again. And Cobb is out there signaling otherwise. This is the check. You see him touching his helmet, touching his ears, touching his, touching his hips. He's showing the checks to the other guys. Why is Cobb off the field? I don't understand. Well, a lot of it has to do that. We are playing a lot, a lot of pony package, man. Something that we did not do last year. Remember, it was only 2% of the time last year that we played two back sets. This year, you're seeing a lot more of that. Maybe he's the first cut when we're playing pony because he's never out there on pony. It's always Dobbs, Lazard, and then either it was Watson or Cobb kind of rotating through, right? So I I think Cobb is not going to see a lot of the field because of Lazard and Dobbs and Dobbs kind of playing that, that Cobb role right now, man. And he's flourishing, dude. Like I get the drops, but the dude's legit, man. Like as a rookie to do what he's doing right now is two touchdowns in the first four games. He should have three. And look, a lot of it is even with Christian Watson, look, beautiful end around touchdown. I'm glad they got him the ball. But if you go back and you think about the missed throws, um, between Watson and that 75 yarder in game one, very different narrative for him. And now with Dobbs, if he doesn't drop that touchdown pass, you're talking about a rookie that has over, you know, averaging what 80 yards a game, eight catches a game, and now has three touchdowns as a rookie. Like he's special. So let's, let's, let's just kind of wait, but I'm a little bit curious about how this is going to look to 2019, dude. I mean, we did end up with 199 yards on the ground, man. Like we, as much as we, but we probably should have had 250, 260, right? Like that's the reality of things. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's do a break and then we'll uh, come back with a mailbag. Brussels in Belgium, Central Illinois, LA, California, Nova Scotia, Las Vegas, Nevada, Northern Wisconsin, Sweden, Sheffield, Warren, Michigan, Louisville, Kentucky, Seattle, Wichita, Kansas, from the UK, Chicago, Illinois, Ranger, Indiana, from Melbourne, Australia, Omaha, Nebraska, Cincinnati, from Ohio, Nebraska, San Diego, from Willow Springs, Illinois, California, Nebraska, Northern Michigan, Austin, Texas, California, LA, California, Turkey, Kansas City, Indianapolis, Indiana, Southern Cali. You were listening to Packers Without Borders, the finest podcast in all the land. People move into this groove up through the night. Take a flight to Paris, do a show, watch me blow in the spotlight. Thank you for listening to Packers Without Borders. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and anywhere else you get your favorite podcasts. Also, you can find our merch on PackersWithoutBorders.MyShopify.com and TeePublic if you want cups, mugs, and those types of things. You can also visit us on Patreon.com front slash PackersWithoutBorders and give us some money. And AudibleTrial.com front slash PackersWithoutBorders. Give them a click, check them out, try that 30-day free trial with them, and enjoy your books. You can also use coupon code DOSPAPAS for all your Manscaped products. Peace and go pack go. Hi, 
I'm Amy. I'm from Wichita, Kansas. I'm Alex Brown from the Derby City, Louisville, Kentucky. This is Alyssa from Los Angeles. All right, I'm Andy from Sheffield. This is Chris from Nova Scotia. Hey, this is Aaron Alice from Indianapolis, Indiana. Hi, everybody. This is Hilmi from Turkey. I am Carla from California. G'day. This is Mel from Melbourne, Australia. This is Mick coming from Granger, Indiana. This is Soren again coming to you from Sweden. And this is Packers Without Borders. This is Packers Without Borders. Packers Without Borders. Packers Without Borders. Listen to Two Losers on Packers Without Borders. Right on. Egg Monday. Have you got the have you got the thing we're supposed to say? Here. What are we supposed to right say? Yeah, up. what the hell? Yeah, You're supposed to be. You know what? While we're sitting here, shout out to uh, Chelsea, Chelsea Palmer. Uh, shout out. Uh, Patreon. Love you. Thank you, Chelsea. Uh, also, sh- shout out to uh, Shelly's Weird. Hey, Shelly. What's up, girl? Miss you. Um, shout out to everybody who's pointing out the people who are ripping off our uh, uh, Bruce's shirt ideas. It's absolutely terrible. We're doing this to sponsor uh, a Canadian boy in Canada and a uh, another boy in El Paso. <laughs> yes, it's Bruce and I. <laughs> and we also have. Well, come on, man. Yeah, just come on, folks. Just seriously. Come on, folks. Just, just, just support. Okay. Nicely, you know. Here we go. Mailbag um, Monday. Football. We've got another Patreon. Oh, what? And we have another Patreon. Did you already get our new Patreon too? It was Chelsea. No, we got another one. Do we? Yeah. Oh. It was Chelsea and where is it? This is primetime podcast. Good Lord Almighty. Yeah, no, it was Chelsea. I thought I had seen somebody else, but it was just a message from. Hellraiser said he did it, but I didn't, uh, I didn't see nothing came up on the email. I just 86 it, dude. Holy crap. I am. Mailbag Monday sponsored by Manscaped. Wow, okay. Football is back, baby, and we're back to seeing Rogers sling beautiful balls all over the field, and your friends at Manscaped are here to help you sling your beautiful balls all season long. With Manscaped, state-of-the-art tech will have your weapon looking more loaded than the NFC North. Football may be rough, but your ball care doesn't have to be with Manscaped. Join the 6 million men, 12 million balls, who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code DOSPAPAS, D-O-S-P-A-P-A-S, DOSPAPAS. And today we're going to talk about the whiteouts. We're going to talk a little bit of Alan Lazard and Dobbs, the cleanest duo in the league, the ultra-premium body wash and ultra-premium two-in-one shampoo and conditioner with their rugged scent. They attract both the ball and the ladies in the crowd. Plus, these two leave your skin and scalp feeling more hydrated. That means more plays on the field and less water breaks. Dos Papas. This is a Super Bowl winning roster. Don't take my word for it. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the code Dos Papas. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com when you use the code Dos Papas. Manscaped, turning your player into a bald MVP. Manscaped. There. How do you like that? I love it. That's pretty good. Fantastic. Yeah. I thought it was good. Let's get into, let's get into, uh, okay. 
mailbag. Not the one with hair, but with an envelope. Mailbag Monday, sponsored by Manscaped. Now, is this the one so, with hair or the one with an envelope? An, uh, the one with an envelope. So this okay. is Green Bay fans, 661. With a most probably not clearing protocol for next week. I, I just finished saying that. I don't think he will, especially with that long flight. I don't think. Do you reinsert Jair into the lineup and slide Razul back to safety? I don't think Jair is making the trip either. Or roll with an inexperienced safety. Uh, clearly, we roll with Ford, and that's the game plan. We saw that in the game. Amos games out, Ford goes right in, right? I would like to think we wouldn't have to do anything drastic against the Giants, but then again, I don't think the defense would have any issue with New England, especially with the third-string quarterback. We know going in-depth is an issue for us. Thoughts, Brent? Well, I think Ford is the backup. That He's clearly the guy. Mm -hmm. I think Nixon is in. I don't think Jair makes the trip, and I don't think Amos makes the trip. Now, maybe they make the trip, but they don't dress. Like, I have a hard time believing with a concussion they're going to put him at that altitude for that many hours in a plane with that pressure. Honest, it's not a good idea. Not Amos, it's but not. I do think that Jair is going to travel. He was – reports say that he could have played this week. Um, that it's not as bad as they said, but again, soft tissue injuries want to get a little more. I think they were saving him for this ink new, you know, this, this trip across the pond. So I do think Jair is going to play. I'll be interested to see if all of this stuff that I doubt they were going to do in the preseason where they were playing a lot of Razul in safety for this exact reason, if they don't consider moving Razul back there to play a little bit of safety because he's a good ball hawk, right? You put Savage in him back there and then you have Stokes and Jair up front and then you have Nixon or you have somebody up front to kind of cover because we're going to need, look, they don't have Kadarius, Tony, uh, no. Galloway is trash Two cat, whatever the, is it Galloway? What I keep forgetting the dude's name that came from, uh, Detroit over there that just hasn't played at all and not panned out. I'll remember right now. Anyway, they don't have any wide receiver just like last week. You're just like this week, just like the week before, just like the week before against the bears. And all three of those teams have done what try to run it down our throat. This is exactly what the giants are going to do again with Saquon Barkley, who has been playing, back to 2019 pre-injury Saquon Barkley mode and a mobile quarterback who has a hobbled ankle. So that helps, but it's going to be the same game plan, man. Now, can we actually adjust to this and, and beat a three and one team? Cause I wouldn't be surprised if we don't. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh... Sorry, I'm reading an email here and it doesn't seem to make sense to me. So I'm going to leave it out of uh, mailbag Monday because it doesn't make sense. Uh, I will say uh, Saquon Barkley is uh, going to run Joe Barry unless he figures something the frick out because Saquon is just a machine. He looks like the Terminator out there he he looks ready to roll he sent back, back in time to rush for saquon is uh is good is going to be trouble yeah he's Saquon's the real deal man trouble. he's great out of the backfield receiving passes he finishes runs um i have a feeling this is going to be 
you know, the way in the initial look, and we'll talk about this a little bit more on Wednesday, but I saw the way that the Bears attacked them and having Justin Fields as quarterback, I think we're going to see a little bit of an adjustment from Rodgers once he goes back and sees the tape. But it's going to be a lot of seam roads, man. It's going to be a lot of Tanya, who finally, you know, I called it before, like we needed yeah. one of our tight ends to step up in order to win this game. And Tanya did 20-yard, beautiful catch. What a great release. That's the way we're going to beat the Giants. It's going to be down the middle. It's not going to be on the outsides, man. It's not. It's going to be down the middle. It's going to be running Barkley down the middle, using Jones, and then attacking that seam. So we just need to keep them off the field. It's, did it feel like we won time of possession in this game? No, we didn't. Yeah, we did by three minutes. But are you serious? Yeah. It seemed like it seemed like the Patriots had the ball all day. You know what it was is they allowed 15 yards in the last three drives, man. That's what happened. Well, was, you know, it, it never fails, right? Our defense plays well, our special teams plays well, so therefore offense should completely shit to bed. And then when the offense finally starts getting it going, the defense is nowhere to be seen and special teams can't cover a kick. Like at one point in the next – over the last three years or this year, have we ever had all no. three phases show up, no. right? No. Well, like, why can't – We never had a special teams in the first place. This is the first year where we actually see a glimmer yeah. of hope. And, dude, I mean, 210 yards punting total for Mr. Pat O'Donnell, 210. Thank you very much. Yeah. Two inside the uh, 10. And, bro, he is – I haven't seen a muffed punt, right? Like, it has been – solid kicking and the problem is that he's booming it a little bit too far and coverage does it sound like anybody does this sound familiar to you at all with booming kicks <laughs> oh <laughs> well Bohork is see what happens not, when the ball gets cold yeah but Bohork let's see what happens when the ball gets cold Bohorkas was not uh pinning teams Oh, he was rocketing the ball and everybody was patting him on the back and special teams player and everything's so great. And then the ball gets cold. Well, he came from Let's Chicago. see what happens when the ball gets cold. He's supposed to be a cold weather punter. So we'll see. But look, man, I just, it's a win, an ugly win yep. again. But despite, yep. once again, this is the adversity thing. We talked about it week one. We talked about it week two. We talked about it week three. Now we're talking about it week four. This team, at least from an attitude standpoint, regardless of the play calling, regardless of everything's going on, they are being resilient. And that's the thing that was missing last year in the playoffs, the year before in the playoffs. Like this team would have beat that 49ers team last year in the playoffs. I have no doubt about it, even with the wide receivers we have, because you look at Aaron Rodgers and how much he's talking about Dobbs. He's not talking about Watson, but he's really talking up Dobbs. And I think a lot of that has to like stroke the ego, right. Of, of Dobbs. Like, dude, we need you, man. Like, don't fucking miss that catch. Right. Like I'm relying on you. Beautiful back shoulder throw. It's the attitude on this team. Now. That's why I asked you at the very beginning of the show, because I do believe that it is the play calling that's holding this team back right now. And as much yeah. as I love Matt LaFleur, 100%. he is holding this team back and Joe Barry is holding this defense back. Yeah. 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 And that's all there is to that. Well, there's to that. I mean, we, we sound like the woman who's got the Christmas ham under one arm and we're screaming, where's the bread, right? Yeah. But, I mean, we, we should have absolutely torn New England a new one. And they were only one-dimensional 
and we You're let them take it away. We just let them. Yeah. We just let them. I mean, we put two D linemen down and we spread them out so they could run a gap blast on us all day long. Like, I don't understand. And then I just don't get it. And then run, run, run I would have put run, this run, is run, 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 run. run this run, is, run. this is what I would have done. This is what I would have done. I would have changed to a four, three. I would have put Wyatt Reed Clark and Slayton out there, cram them both A's, both B gaps. Then I would have run Gary and Campbell. Okay. So then we're like a four, two, right. Putting Campbell as like the spy and put Gary on the wide side of the field, back and forth, left, right, whatever side. That way, at the very least, if the running back makes a cutback, Gary's got him. He's got to run through the mesh of men. And the mesh of men are equal and comparable to the size of the men that are blocking them. When you have a 350-pound old lineman with his hand in the dirt hitting a stand-up linebacker who is half his weight, that lineman is going to throw him to the dirt. And that's what was happening. Yeah. The problem is they're not going to do that. He's not recognizing. Like defenses today, and you see why the Vikings switched to a 3-4. It's because you have to stop the pass in today's NFL. And what are teams doing? Do you? Because teams that win the Super Bowl run the ball and play good defense. Well, just like in 1943. Yeah, the sentiment is, and this is what you always, you've always said this. Nothing is new in football. Everything's regurgitated and vomited and brought back, right? Like at this point, passing was this huge thing. So what do they do? They adjust defenses. And after a year or two, all the defenses catch up. So people start running. So what happens? All the other teams are going to start adjusting to stop and run. And then it's going to turn into a pass happy offense again at some point, because people are stopping the run. What you need to do is that why why do you have to stick in the same formation i get it there's base there's nickel there's dime there's whatever it is but why can you not have when you have as talented of players as we do adjustments where like you said okay three four is not working they're running on us just put another motherfucker right there to stop the run and let them and if it doesn't work then you switch back and you fix it but why do they just not like jaron reed how about we put four guys on Put four guys on the line and make the third string quarterback throw on us. Throw the ball. Like, what did look at what Bill Belichick did? Oh, you guys are going to run on us? Guess what? We're going to stack the fucking box and we're going to make Aaron Rodgers throw to these rookie wide receivers who are going to drop passes in the end zone. Like, that's what he did. And it yep. worked. Yep. I mean, I see other teams making adjustments. When are we going to make adjustments? Dude, Matt Patricia, who was a defensive coordinator, is now the offensive coordinator this year for the Patriots and came up with a game plan to almost beat us with the third-string quarterback. <laughs> and that guy that was uh, rushing Jenkins, owned Jenkins, owned him. And we did nothing to help Jenkins. We did nothing to help Jenkins. Put Dylan on that side. Put Tanyan on that side. Put Lewis on that side. Whatever you got to do. Right? It's a dam. It's a dam. And it's leaking. And instead of putting your finger in the dam, you're like, we'll just ignore that leak. Yeah. Let, let's stack up some That's, more rocks on the left side instead of the right yeah, side. Yeah. Yeah. Where the leak is. The leak is okay. Some leak is okay. No leaking. None. That's what you're supposed to do. And Joe Barry sits there and he just goes, yep. Yep. Here we go. Zone, zone, zone. Two D linemen in the goal lines defense. I'm sure they won't run it. And fuck the opposing team's offensive coordinator sees us put two D linemen and he's screaming from the side, run it, run it. He's not even giving an audible. He's just running 
And what happens? They part the seas and the guy runs for Campbell makes a tackle or Quay makes a tackle seven, eight yards. It's the old Blake Martinez defense. Yeah. yeah. Do we have? Yeah, exactly. That is, that's what I'm saying. 2019, bro. I'm telling you, like, I'm going to compare, try, if I have time, I'm going to try to do a very deep dive comparison to 2019 because it feels eerily similar to that. Do we have right. another question? Uh, I, you know what? I, I don't know. I Was that I it? We had, did we answer two questions? I thought I had two. Yeah. Did I? I think we only answered uh, Brad's. Unless I'm missing something and it's still Monday, my brain hasn't turned on yet. Because I, I do have one here. Let me pull it up real quick. Because I did get this DM, and it actually did get me thinking, man. Here you go. Where is it? Donde estás, amiga? Where are you? Here you are. All right. So, what the hell? We'll find it. Sorry. I know this is riveting for you guys as you're driving, listening to us not be prepared as we're trying to go for <laughs> I think that was it. No, there's, hold on. I've got, I got one. I'm just trying to track it down because I remember they sent me one last night um, in my DMs as soon as I posted it. Uh, but as long as whatever, whatever, yep, here we go. All right. So this is more of a kind of a bigger comment for you, buddy. And here's a question, okay? Okay. What is it going to take for this offense to actually be the version of what everybody is expecting? This, I thought it was a really good question because what is I'm, it specifically? I'm, and I know the play calling, 86, the play calling, like what else? What is it? Oh, it's the, it's the play calling. Somebody's got to sit down with Rodgers and say, hey, no more fucking hero ball. No more fucking hero ball. Take what they give you. Take what they give you, just like they, you did a couple of years ago when you won your first MVP. And yes, Aaron Jones is going to get the spotlight on him a little bit more. And yes, you're not going to be, you know, the guy that chucks 80-yard bombs all day long because clearly you can't hit the long ball right now. You you you, you overthrew – I mean, Jesus, he, he overthrew 58-year-old Randall Cobb, for Christ's sake. Yeah. So – Somebody's got to sit down with Rogers and explain to him, you got to take what they give you and we're going to run the ball an awful lot. And then the other thing is, is we need an offensive coordinator that doesn't listen to Matt LaFleur. Well, and here, okay. So here's, here's the reason I'm asking you this because I'm going to go back to this again, because I want to start really looking at this. When Mercedes Lewis said there's two playbooks, there's the Matt LaFleur playbook. And then there's freedom at the line for Aaron Rodgers to call whatever he wants to call at the line, right? Based off of that play, call it, but there's variations of it that Aaron Rodgers, why don't you just tell him, do this? I understand that he's on the field. He sees things. You want to have that second set of eyes, almost like a coach on the field at doing this, but it seems like it's not working. The amount of freedom that they're giving Aaron Rodgers right now, he might be checking out of plays. That might be yeah. something where he's not taking that first read in the scheme because you see them run the same play three times in a row in a series, right? Where you have somebody crumb yeah. across the formation and the first time they run it, the second time it's a screen pass outside the third time they run it up the middle, but it's the same play. And they don't care if it loses two yards because you're setting it up for something else. And I think by Rogers not really fully understanding that is my is my thought because the whole first half was 
set up to set up the second half. So when they yeah. ran those plays, it's setting up something where they saw something and then you're supposed to go somewhere else with it. But Aaron Rodgers is not going somewhere else yeah. with it. Yeah. And they're there. Right. Uh, you know what? We talked about this earlier last year after five games, we weren't saying anything about Aaron Rodgers being the MVP. We were talking about Tom Brady. And then we got to about week eight, week nine, and that's when the momentum shifted. So there's time, but I think one of the, one of the issues, and there's three issues. Mm-hmm. One of the issues is the play calling. One of the issues is the amount of experience that we have with our receivers. Why receivers? And the other and the other issue that we have is Aaron Rodgers. Right now, at this point, yeah. I mean, it, and if you don't think so, let's let's think for a second here. How many times did he overthrow the swing route? Well, yesterday he overthrew the swing route three times. How many times did he throw a bad deep ball for Watson? Well, he's twice he threw that. How many times did he overthrow Randall Cobb? Well, he overthrew Randall Cobb once. How many times did he roll out to the right and nobody was out there and he just had to throw the ball? Well, he did that twice. How many times did he call a play, turn around to fake hand off the ball, and no one was there? They were running the opposite direction. He did that a couple of times. Rodgers, as much as everybody says, well, Rodgers' uh, memory, Rodgers is off. Rogers is off. And yeah, he hasn't if- put together a whole game. I mean, the reason that we're talking about this is because he's Aaron Rodgers and he has these miraculous throws that just come out of nowhere to make you forget all of the other stuff that's been yeah. going on leading up to that, like those two beautiful passes. But that was at the end of the game. He has not put together a whole game yet. He hasn't. You know what? And it's like those games where they say, remember the Hail Marys? Oh, my God. Yeah, I remember how for 59 and a half minutes, Rodgers couldn't get it going. And then he got a miracle in the final 30 seconds. Yes, I remember the 59.3 minutes where he was terrible. (laughs) And then he got it going. We can't excuse the 59.3. Now, this is a four-time MVP, a Super Bowl winner. uh, But, you know, this is probably one of the greatest quarterbacks we've ever seen. But you know what? They have bad days. They have bad days. Go look at Tom Brady against us. He had a terrible day against us, right? Rodgers has got to clean it up. He has to be perfect. Because then when he's perfect, then we can turn and go, okay, it's the play calling or it's these rookie receivers. But... Like that first fumble Dobbs had, I'm not giving that one to Dobbs. Dobbs was supposed to catch it on the screen. He's got to leap forward five yards to catch the ball. He's almost on his face as he catches the ball, gets tackled, and the ball comes loose, right? Like, come on, Rodgers, you got to hit him where he's standing so that he can catch it, tuck it, turn, and go, right? There was, look at the Christian Watson one. Watson is wide open for the swing route, and he throws it 20 yards over his head. And, you know, Aaron Jones, three catches, five yards, and it was because he missed him twice. Like, yeah. there was one that was thrown behind him and one that was, like, like where he didn't get him, catch him in stride. And as soon as Aaron Jones had to reach back to catch, he turned around. The guy was there. You throw it in front yeah. of him. He has got time to stop, cut, and cut it upfield. If not, he just carried yeah. himself out of bounds with that. Yeah. And the other one that he missed by, like, literally five yards over his head, whether it was, yeah. was Rodgers kind of throwing it away because he saw the defender and he was protecting Aaron Jones, okay. But we don't know, right? It's just there's something off. And I think I do trust in Rogers figuring this out, but the problem is that the windows are just a lot tighter this year. As much as they're getting open, the windows are tighter and 
He's taking chances. His, his aggressiveness is there. He's taking the shot. The hero ball. The hero but ball comes out. Throwing interceptions. That's hero why he's ball, over. Hero ball cost Mike McCarthy his job. Yep. Well, Matt. Because what I'll do is, is I'll, I'll just chuck a couple of deep ones. Listen, when we were doing those deep routes to Jordy Nelson, we were running the ball and dinking and ducking effectively yep. and causing them to move up win the ball 10 times and then don't go back to it for an entire quarter. They're not biting on the play action. It's not happening. Yep. Up and down game, man, for both sides of the football. But once again, resilient team sticks together, gets it done when it counts. That's what I three and one, baby. That's all that matters. That's it. I know we're bitching, but you know what? I'll take three and one all day, every day. I don't care what they look like. And we remember we talked about this. We're going to win some games that we shouldn't win and we're going to lose some games that we shouldn't lose. And it's going to be ugly. It's going to be ugly, but like that back shoulder score 45 points on the Detroit lions to beat them. No. (laughs) And they did it without Amon Ra. That's what I'm telling you, dude. Like this offense is going to win them some games. Like, unfortunately their defense is just such utter trash that they're allowing like so many points. Yeah. But, our defense is not going to be good enough to stop a team that's putting up 40 burgers on every single person every week. We're not no. like, that's where my concern is like these offenses are going to be a little bit more polished. Like the Eagles, dude, you know, like the Eagles have a very good offense and a, a pretty outstanding defense, dude. Like there's lapses in there, but they're pretty damn good. The bills offense. Holy shit. Defense. Yeah, the, okay. Right. No, the Ravens, the Ravens defense doesn't like to play the second half. Apparently. Apparently not. Oh, dude, they're calling for Harbaugh's head too. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. I'm like, eh, come on. He's fine. It's just, I don't know. I don't get it. That defense doesn't like to play the second half. Two games in a row where they had at least a 20 point lead and they lose. Yeah. Like, that's not good. That's and not that's good. Not, and you know what? That's not the coach. That's the players and what I'm talking about, about being a professional and stepping up and doing your fucking job. That I, I don't blame the coach for that. If I saw our team collapse by 20 points, it, you could say it's play calling, but if it's not play calling and the guys aren't just showing up and missing tackles, that that's on you, bro. You know, like you're getting paid millions of dollars to do your fucking job. A, a three, a three touchdown lead in the NFL is like a two goal lead in the NHL. It's, it's not secure. It's not right. good. You right. can't take your foot off. You've got to bury a couple more in there before you look back and go, okay, time to take your foot off. Because in the NFL, I mean, we, we saw it just, we just saw it on the weekend here, right? Up by 20 points. This thing is in cruise control. We got it. Suddenly they score, turnover, they score, and uh-oh. Yep. Now they're in striking range. Hey, at least we didn't allow a touchdown in the first drive, even though we didn't score a touchdown on our first drive, but at least we didn't allow one. 11.8. 11.8. That was Rogers' QBR rating for the whole first half, the worst in his career. 11.8. That's Justin Fields' numbers. I'm just putting that out there. And yes, you know what? Yes. 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 I said, all we need is love. Yes. I said that, you know why? Because love would be taking the dinking and dunking and the tiny little four and five yarders. And he would take 14 plays to go 80 yards and he wouldn't try and force anything because he doesn't have that hero ball in him. Yeah. I don't think Rogers has to take what is there. Yeah. Period. This offense would not look any worse with Jordan love at the helm. At this no. point, turnover no. per game. Yep. 
and a pick six. Okay, you could expect that from Love. Yep. And maybe a little bit more efficiency with Spring. 11.8 QBR rating. I think Love can do better than that. Yeah. Yep. Man. Well, just say it. Here's to hope in London. Can't wait to see all our UK folks send us some pictures and check in. I'm really excited for next week, dude. Three and one Giants, three and one Packers next week, 7.30 a.m. Wake up call for me. Uh, make sure and check your lineups for fantasy football. I'll tell you now. Yeah. There's oh, a lot yeah. of people were complaining. I was like, well, that's not, that's on tough luck. Yeah. Tough luck. Tough luck. I finally won one. Suck it. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I'm on, the ah. way. I'm on the way down. Oh, well. Right on, man. Mailbag Monday. Manscaped Mailbag Monday. If you've got any questions for us, you can send them to us at Packers Without Borders at Outlook.com. Find us on Twitter at Borders Packers. Find us on Facebook, Packers Without Borders. On Instagram, Packers Without Borders. And Packers Without Borders merch. Yep. At Packers Without Borders at MyShopify.com, where the original shirts are sold. Please do not buy from anyone else. I mean, if you want to, but don't uh patreon.com front slash packers without borders genuinely 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 you have no idea every time i see those alerts about somebody willing to pay to listen to our stupid asses we are so grateful manscape.com uh use that code ghost papas we've got about a week left in this trial run with manscaped to get it done so if you want to buy some boxers get something for us hook us up with the little dose papas let us know what you think but go out there in grassroots boys let's and ladies ladies and gentlemen all of you, please help us out. Love you. Peace. Go Pack Go. This has been Packers Without Borders. Try and be kind to one another. Try and love each other. And go Pack Go. Esto ha sido Empacadores Sin Fronteras. No se les olvide cuidarnos unos a los otros. Hasta luego.